You're now listening to the Co-op Podcast on thecoalition.com. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Co-op Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Billy Jr., and today I'm joined by Mr. Gary Acewaby. What's up, Gary? Hey, how's it going, everyone? Good to be back for another uh, episode of the Co-op. There's some uh, some big things to talk about, so I'm excited for this one because uh, we, we, we've been needing to get this off of our chest for a few days now so <laughs> so it should be good but how are you rich doing pretty good gary just uh enjoying week 360 of quarantine <laughs> that's a long quarantine oh yeah absolutely uh and we're also joined by miss dana abercrombie how's it going dana it's going great i'm alive that's that's all i got for you <laughs> That's good news. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yes, uh, thank you all for joining us today. Uh, as you already know, the, it has been a very, very uh, interesting week in gaming that we just witnessed this past week with uh, the Summer Games Fest by uh, Mr. Jeff Keighley, uh, as well as some news regarding uh, Ghost of Tsushima and... Of, we, of course, the biggest topic, uh, Unreal 5, which we definitely will talk about because I know that there are some people that have been very interested to hear what we have to think about how that went down. But uh, before we get to that, um, briefly, uh, I guess we're going to talk about what we have been playing. Uh, I don't know if you've been playing anything, Gary, but uh, feel free to let the fans know what you've been up to since the last uh, time that we did a show. Um. So I have been playing something, but a lot of people are going to be disappointed when I say it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the only thing I've played since the last time we talked is Overwatch. Uh, well, actually, actually, no, that's not true. Um, so Overwatch is definitely one of them. I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm always going to play that game uh, at this point because you know it's just it's just my normal go-to game. Um, but also, I've been playing Streets of Rage 4, which came out uh, a, few, a few weeks ago. And actually, uh, you and I, Rich, we actually got to play through the game as well. Like, you know, we played through all the levels and stuff together. Oh, um, yeah. And yeah, as someone who grew up on Streets of Rage, you know, uh, 1, 2, and 3, uh, I have to say, um, I knew that this remake wasn't going to live up to the original games for me just because like those games are so embedded in my soul but um but you know this game is is decent you know it's it's pretty good I think the developers you know all all three studios that worked on it they did a good job I think um and I'm I'm happy that they included those retro options so that you know you can have the old characters, like the old character models from Streets of Rage 1, 2, and 3. And then you can also have the old soundtrack. And you can even change, like, which uh, food items you get to restore your health and everything. 
so I, I appreciate those little details that they added as like a, a you know for nostalgia purposes um, but yeah uh, it, it wasn't it was, I, I knew it wasn't going to live up to the originals but it, they did a great job and I have played through the game you know quite a few times um, I, I do think it's a bit unfair that there's um, there's that achievement where you absolutely have to beat the game with every single character because uh, <laughs> a lot of people like the only th like my only complaint is right the game is repetitive so once you play through all those levels a few times you're going to get bored of the same thing over and over so what i think they should have done is they should have had um of course they did have like those secret retro levels but those were basically just boss battles um yeah what they should have done is they should have made every level have uh, well, not every level, but some levels should have had, like, different paths. So, like, you have different paths that lead to different levels. So, not all playthroughs are exactly the same. Like, there's different paths that you can go. I think they should have did something like that. Because that's something they did in... Um, if you remember, there was actually a Streets of Rage remake, which was banned by Sega. But um, that game was pretty good, like the remake, like the, the unofficial remake that was put out. That game was pretty good because they, they had everything that a Streets of Rage fan could ever want, plus a new storyline and different pathways to different levels and all kinds of crazy secrets and customizable options. So I was hoping that, you know, Streets of Rage 4 was going to be a bit like that remake and have all these different, you know, um, options, but, but it didn't. But... But hey, I think they did a great job, and I would like to see them actually make more games like this because I, I miss playing those old school beat 'em up kind of games. And I know there are quite a few on Steam actually, um, so I think the genre is coming back to popularity. Um, so I hope that we we see more. But uh, that's pretty much it. And also uh, with regards to Overwatch. Uh, Real quick, I just want to say because um, I, I know I'm going off on a tangent here, but um, oh, no, you're, no, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because there's all this hype about Valorant, that new competitive game, <laughs> <laughs> and and a lot of um, a lot of the top Overwatch players from the Overwatch League um, are leaving Overwatch. Like they've abandoned Overwatch completely. Like they don't even play it anymore. They don't stream it. And they left, like, the official eSport League of Overwatch to go and play Valorant, right? Now, th this game, Valorant, it's in beta, and it doesn't even have an official eSport yet, but eSport players are being signed to play this game. So it's like, wow, like, how, how are these people just blindly trusting this game so much? Um, and I've, I've actually watched a lot of footage of the game. It's basically, like, CSGO and Overwatch fuse together because you have a, you have your abilities and stuff for, for the different characters and it's also kind of like um, like the actual mechanics are a lot similar to CSGO where you know you have to be real accurate with the with the guns and everything so you know I, I appreciate that there's more competitive and esport games out there I think that's going to be a um, one of the big um, kind of uh, subsections of gaming that that's gonna it's gonna become its own industry you know well it already kind of is but it's gonna get bigger and bigger i think going into next gen um so i appreciate that there's more games out there and 
it's also going to make Blizzard fix uh, some of the problems with Overwatch. But I do want to say that, you know, now the game the game is officially in a decline. I will say that because a lot of players left Overwatch. A lot of people that were playing it four years ago or even two years ago aren't playing it anymore. Um, a lot of my personal like friends that play it and stuff that uh, we, we have like a team, they don't play it as often anymore. And uh, whenever I play it competitively, people aren't even taking the game seriously anymore. So, so the Overwatch that we know from years ago is gone. Like it's not there no more because nobody takes it seriously anymore except the pros that are being paid to play the game. Um, so I will say that officially the game is in decline and what they need to do is hurry up and put out Overwatch 2 as soon as possible and fix all of the, the problems that are currently plaguing Overwatch at the moment. So I just wanted to say that because uh, um, I, I did want to do a video about this to expand on it more and I might still do that but it just depends if I get the time to do it or not. So, so yeah, but um, that's my update. For this week, that sounds good. Uh, I, I I just want to make uh, I want to make a comment, and I have a question in, in regards to uh, Overwatch and uh, interest dropping off a little bit. I'm pretty sure that that will change once uh, Overwatch Two drops, and then everybody that left the game will be right back to play uh, the sequel. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I think that will happen, um, and I I think they need to try and put it out this year because if they can because uh, I think they're going to have more news about it at BlizzCon which will be in October I believe but um, I think they'll, they'll either announce that it's uh, coming like a beta is coming out um, you know within uh, I guess in the fall, fall it's going to come out and then um, and then I guess it will come out early next year like if, if that were the case so I think they need to do something like that where um, we're given we're given the chance to get excited for Overwatch 2 and, and then it drops soon you know very soon after they announce it or whatever so so I hope that happens um, and it's the perfect timing as well because you have the next gen console so they can they can make the game this would be a great time to make the game cross play as well so I hope they do yeah. that yeah I definitely agree. Yes. And uh, the quick question I wanted to ask in regards to Streets of Rage 4. Yeah. Um, so I have to ask this question. If Skate was in the game, I'm not talking about the retro version of Skate, but if Skate was actually in the game as a character that you can play from the very beginning, do you think that would have increased your chances of liking the game a little bit more? <laughs> Um, well, I have a question for you, but uh, let me answer yours first. Um, <laughs> I, well, probably, yeah, because to be honest, I don't like the two new characters they added. Um, the the girl that has like the guitar or whatever, she's cool. She's okay, I think. But the, yeah. the other guy, I don't like him at all. And I understand. Jax. Yeah, Jax, exactly. <laughs> they, they ripped <laughs> off Jax with that character. But I understand that they usually they, they need to have that powerhouse character and everything, but I don't know, there's just something I don't enjoy about uh 
playing those characters. So if they would have had Skates um, as one of the the main characters, then yeah, that would have been great. But I also have to ask, um, where does where did this narrative about me loving Skates come from? Did, did I say something previously about? Well, that is that 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 is a great question, and I'm going to defer to somebody who I know will not listen to this podcast, Mr. Carl Daniel, because I believe he is the one that say, yeah, you was a huge uh, Streets of Rage fan, um, so he uh, alluded to that. But uh, yeah, and I thought you said that uh, that was a character that you very much enjoyed. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I do like the character definitely. Um, I mean, you had black representation in these games, which was good, and that was in the early '90s. So, so yeah, I, exactly. appreci- I appreciate that that character. But I think, um, uh, well, it's a toss up who my favorite is because uh, I I really like Adam, but he was only in the first game. Um, so, like, I guess my my series favorite is probably Blaze. Um, but Axel is also uh, really good. So. Mm. Awesome, awesome, yeah. Who, who's uh, and, who's and, your favorite in that game? Well, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy Axel. Uh, what they, I mean, the one thing I will say about Street, Streets of Rage Four is I really like the art style of the game. Uh, I really do like uh, some of the characters. I agree with a lot of the things you said that I don't I don't don't like that you have to beat the game with every character and I feel if that was the case then they should have taken the extra time to actually give a ending for each character the same way yeah. you have the, the the scenes in between the levels they could have done like a like a short one for whichever character you beat the game with because then that would give me an incentive to want to go back and replay the game again but otherwise just beating the game and then Nothing happens at the end is uh, very, very uh, disappointing. Um, oh yeah, I, you make a great point. Like, because the ending is very lazy in this game. Like, they, <laughs> they definitely should have expanded on that. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and I mean, I understand that uh, if they, they had a particular timeline they wanted to have everything done by. So I understand getting that out, and then of course getting it out at a time like now is great because a lot of people are at home; they're not out. So it is. It definitely is good from that standpoint. But I would say, if you're going to have an achievement or a trophy where you have to beat it with every single character, you should give the player an incentive as to why they would want to do that. Now I know you obviously can unlock other characters, and that was probably what they were thinking, which is fine. But uh, I kind of feel like I am a story guy, so I would have loved to have seen. Well, if I beat the game with Adam. Let, this is what happens to Adam after that. If I beat the game with Axel, this is what happens to that character after that. But the fact that that's not there, that is a little disappointing for me. Um, it doesn't mean the game is bad. I just feel that is something that could have been improved upon. But it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but like yeah. you said, I, I I did really enjoy the art style too. Um, I like that kind of hand-drawn art- artistic style. Um, I didn't know that I was going to like it before, but when you see it in motion, it really is beautiful. So I definitely commend them on that. Absolutely. I agree. Yes. Um, so before I go to what I have been playing and what I've been up to, I'm going to go to Miss Dana Abercrombie. Why don't you let everybody know what you have been up to uh, 
since the last time we recorded the show? <laughs> oh gosh, play-wise, um, I'm working on a series, which is like a retrospective series. So I'm playing a bunch of games no one plays anymore. I uh, started off with the Disney Infinity line, and also, I'm not sure if anyone remembers the Dorito Crash Course. Oh, yeah. Which was the very first game for Xbox Live on the 360. Wow. So I, I, I do remember that. <clears throat> long time ago. <laughs> so, been playing those and, and expecting an article about that soon. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, as for myself, um, what I've been up to uh, since the last time we recorded the show, as Gary already mentioned, yeah, we both played through Streets of Rage 4. I pretty much agree with everything that Gary had to say. The only other point that I will add, however, is that uh, I think that there is an issue with that game when you play cross-play, depending on what platforms you use. You know, I know Gary was playing on PC and I was playing on uh, Xbox and the game did have some performance issues from time to time with the lagging. Oh yeah. So uh for sure. Uh, I guess that was just because the um see I, what I need to do now is I need to test how it is playing other Game Pass games with people on the Xbox to really get a feel for how the server is cuz cuz actually I had a problem a few days ago trying to to play the game with Carl as well. So I don't know yep. if these are like common issues um, on Game and Pass when you try to play from PC to Xbox. Um, what? Well, yeah, go ahead. Well, well, I, well I, I would like to answer that question right now because when uh, Adam Vale reviewed the game, and if you haven't checked out his review, I would encourage you to do so. I was playing with him on PlayStation 4, and even we were having lagging issues. So I, I think this is across all platforms, unless I, unless I, I am false, and then of course... If somebody watches the show now or later, you can confirm in the comments section and let me know if if that's not the case. But if you try to play with anybody online, it, it definitely lags, uh, you know. So th that was the one issue that I had. Now, it wasn't as bad on PlayStation 4. It was definitely worse on Xbox for some reason when we played. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe they will address that in a in, in, in a patch, or maybe it's something that can't be addressed because it's based on the internet connection. Uh, I'm not sure, but uh, yeah. That's the only point I was going to make about that. I, I don't know if you, you was about to say something else about uh, that particular issue. Oh, no. Well, if you, if you were having the issue um, and you were playing on PlayStation 4 as well, like I guess it's a common um, you know issue with playing cross-platform or something. Um so yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. They need they they need to look into that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and by the way, yeah, w what I meant to say is, we, we, me and Adam were both playing on PS4, and we, we still had the same issue. So oh, I, okay. I, you were both on PS4. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it might not be. It, it might just be something that you know it can't really be fixed because it's based on the strength of the internet connection, the other person's internet connection. I, I have no idea. Um, but uh, we'll see if it gets fixed. But then again, if you've already played the game, you may not want to go back to keep playing it. I mean, it, it depends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, at the moment, the only reason I would replay it is if I play it with a friend, because that adds to the experience. So, 
Exactly. Exactly. Huh? We'll see. Um, so aside from that, uh, a few other quick things that I have been playing. I went back to uh, a few games in the backlog that I have never finished. I've always been in a position where over the years I would start a game. Then I would get busy having to review something for the website. So I wouldn't get a chance to go back to uh, whatever game it was that I started playing. So recently I went back and I finished uh, one of the oldest games, uh, Batman Arkham Knight. Uh, oh. In addition, and I also finished Gears 5 as well, finally, because I didn't have a chance to really play through either of those games. So as far as Batman Arkham Knight, I'm going to say uh, it was it, 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 like I said before, when I started, when I spoke about this game on the show uh, before, it's it, it, it's a really good game. Uh, although uh, I think it was a little overkill with the Batmobile combat in the game. I mean, the Batmobile is you need to have it in the game for a lot of the missions, a lot of the things that you're, that you're doing in the city. And I thought that was a little excessive. To me, the best part of the game was when I got to play as the Joker. I mean, I didn't see that coming. You know, obviously, you know, you know, the Joker, that whole storyline of the Joker is, uh, you know, still, uh, you know, in Batman's mind uh, because Batman was infected, so on and so forth. So got it, getting a chance to play as a Joker was pretty awesome. That was a great little sequence. It didn't last that long, but then you also had to face the Joker as well. I mean, it, it, Rocksteady did a great job on the game, so I'm very curious to see what their next game is going to be. Uh, I know that there have been rumors that uh, it's not going to be another Batman game because... The studio, the Warner Brothers studio that made Batman Arkham Origins, they're working on another Batman game, which I think is supposed to be called uh, Batman Legacy, where you get to play as the whole Batman family of characters. Um, but again, that's a rumor, so don't uh, take anything I say as the truth, 100%. But yeah, I heard that they are working on that game. That's going to get announced at some point in time. I don't know when it's going to get announced, because the rumors are supposed to come out this fall. So I would think that it's going to be announced like really, really soon if that's the case. Um, but yeah, Rocksteady is supposedly, as rumors would suggest, they are also working on another game in that same universe. I don't know if it's Justice League. I don't know if it's a different type of character. It's not Superman. They've already been saying that multiple times. Nightwing? But it, uh, I, you know, I, I, I think Nightwing is going to be in the other game. Um but it, it, but they did say it, that the whole plan, the rumor is, is that it's supposed to be connected in a connected universe. So see, they're they're also trying to get in on this whole thing with Marvel and DC, where they're making movies where the characters are in it, the same universe. So this other game is supposed to be in the same universe also, but it's not Batman in particular. It's someone else, or that's why I said it could be Justice League. But again. We won't really know until Rocksteady reveals what it is that they're working on. But either way, I can say I'm looking forward to seeing what they do next. I do feel as though it is definitely time for them to take a break from the Batman series. So this is a, a good game to end off on. But I'm very curious to see what the next project is. And hopefully we'll find out about that uh, sooner rather than later. Um, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but uh, in terms of Gears 5... Uh, and I'm not going and, and I, again I don't know how many people have played Gears 5 so I don't want to spoil I know that you are currently playing Gears 4 with uh, Rams um, 
so I'm not going to spoil uh, anything with Gears 5, but I will say this. After seeing the, the some of the stuff that happened at the end of that game, I am very curious to see what how they're going to handle that in the next game because a rather important decision is made at the end of that game that impacts somebody in the game. So I'm very curious to see how they are going to move that series forward. But I will say that Gears 5, a very good game. But man, if you ever play that game with the AI as your teammate, it is absolutely ridiculously challenging because the AI does absolutely nothing. You know, you <laughs> are having to basically kill all the bad guys, take do everything. And if you can't do that, then you'll keep dying. So um, it, it, it definitely took some time to get through that. It didn't take too long. And I, I want to assure people that as I was playing the game, I didn't get frustrated to the point where I started beating up my controller as another person that we, we know of. <laughs> uh, I, didn't, I didn't do that. But, I mean, it definitely is challenging, uh, even for somebody who was a skilled player, because I wasn't playing on – I was playing on – I wasn't playing on the easy setting either. I was playing on, I think, the hardcore setting. So that made it slightly more difficult, but it, it still it, – it is very challenging. So if you do get a chance to play the game – I would recommend playing with a friend, and I also would recommend that you definitely play through all the other games. Especially if you don't play through the first trilogy, that's fine. But you definitely should play four to get you prepared for five. And as I said, I'll be very curious to see what they do with Gear 6. I mean, it, it's pretty, by the end of the game, it's pretty clear what's, what's going to happen in Gear 6. But again, based on the decision that was made, I, I'm very curious to see how they're going to handle that decision in in gear six because it's pretty important to the storyline also as well as the characters that are going to be in that game so we'll see what happens but uh, i definitely would encourage people to check it out if they are interested i thought it was a great game and and the the, the decision to have kate as the focal point character for that particular game and the next one as well i think it's a good decision because it gives the serious it brings it in, different, in a different direction. We're tired of always seeing Marcus Phoenix and all the other male characters as the lead protagonists. So I, I appreciate what they did. Because again, those characters are still a big part of this game. But the story is centrally focused on the Kate character for an obvious reason that makes totally makes sense within the context of the storyline. So very glad to see them take that direction. And I'm very curious to see what happens in the next game. But I definitely would encourage you to check it out. If for any reason oh, you yeah. still have, yeah, I, I definitely will. Once, uh, once me and Rams get around to beating uh, Gears Four, I guess our plan is to hop straight into Gears Five as well. So uh, eventually, I, I will definitely check that game out. Awesome, awesome. Yes. So uh, on that note, uh, that pretty much covers uh, what we have been playing, what we've been up to. So we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna jump right into the topics for this week. Uh, first and foremost, uh, the topic that everybody was talking about as this took place or earlier in the week, one of the first of several other announcements, uh, we got the revelation of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 coming back remastered. Uh, it is coming out later this year for PS4, PC, and Xbox One, I believe, um, and I know I'll give a shout out to Mr. Adam Vale because I know he was very excited to see this. You know, obviously, EA has not brought back Skate. Uh, don't know if they're going to bring back Skate or remaster the other Skates. But uh, 
I wanted to ask you both, how did you feel about uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater making a return? And is this a game that you definitely uh, want to check out? So I want to go to Dana first, because I don't know if Dana is into uh, skateboarding games. <laughs> yes, actually, I am. Oh, so, okay. Boop on your stereotype. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was a fan of it. I really loved it back in the, the, the day of the years that it came out. Um, what I remember most that I loved about it was, obviously it was the gameplay, but it had such a good soundtrack. Mm -hmm. yep. So I really hope that they kind of bring back, I know they're gonna bring back kind of the essence of what the original two were, but I really hope that they bring back, you know, the goodness that is of the soundtrack. Um, I do look forward to this. Um, Maybe a little less Papa Roach this time, but <laughs> but um, I think that with you know obviously the, from when it first came out, the graphics are going to be much better. Um, the controls, I'm going to hope, is much better, and I really do look forward to this. This is going to be like a, a childhood, you know. That's finally you get an uplift. A remastered facelift, so this is really cool. And I did hear that it is going to include the original soundtrack songs. Awesome. Which is great. A bunch of kids would be like, what is this? But it's amazing. It's real music. <laughs> and But here's the really sad thing. Sorry, sorry to cut you oh, off. But the sad ahead. part about it is that it will feature this, the skaters that we know from before, but they're older now. So they have kind of aged them digitally, you know, to match where they are physically in life, which is kind of sad because it makes me feel extra old. Oh, you're, you're oh, still yeah. you're still very much young. Yeah, but it's still like you're a little extra old. Everybody's all old now. You know, it's like watching The Undertaker, who's now going by Mark Calloway, which is his real name. Oh, actually. Uh... This is unrelated, but I, I, I do I do want to say something about that real quick. I saw that first episode the other day of the series. Uh, maybe I am exaggerating when I say this, but um, this is a series that should have been on the network a long time ago. It, mm -mm. It, it's it, 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 it's 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 a very mm -mm. revealing. What are you saying? No. No, I actually no. First of all, you forgot that it took three years to film. Secondly, you have to wait until Undertaker is comfortable with this and kind of in the very beginnings of the network, which was around what five, six years ago, maybe. It wasn't definitive that Undertaker was going to leave. Now you kind of really feel that you nail in the coffin, even though he signed what a. 15 year deal it's 15 more years mm. yeah you didn't know that mm. no i didn't hear about 15 uh, I, heard, I heard about that yeah so he signed this exclusive new deal and it's not necessarily for him wrestling for the next 15 years he they don't want him to go anywhere so he'll still own the name you know wwe will have the name and all the rights and everything else and it'll be more of a backstage presence which they need because they fired everyone now but if you watch, you watch the documentary, so you know he automatically has that kind of 
fatherly role that he has backstage. So yeah. it's a very easy transition in order to get the talent in line. So I feel that it, it, it just wouldn't be the appropriate time. Now it would be. Oh, yeah, because it is coming to an end. At some it's everything. Point. It's, it has to come to an end. You saw, you you know, it's, it's a mess. It's a hot mess. Yeah, and that, and that episode that I saw the preview of where he gets the uh, procedure, that looks very graphic that they would show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot. And if you've seen the second episode, it's really sad. And it, he has a lot of weight on his shoulder because he also said, I don't want to be that guy where, you know, you turn around and say, yeah, he's moving slow now, but you should have seen him in his prime. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that part. Um, yeah, it's it's appropriate that, you know. So, so Rich, should I be watching uh, this Undertaker thing first or the Michael Jordan documentary? I, I, Sorry. Well, go ahead. No, I was going to say watch them at the same time. They're both great, and it's all, all both sad because everyone's ending and gone. I, 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 I haven't seen any of the Michael Jordan stuff yet. <gasps> yeah, I, an American who hasn't seen it? Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I see that. I see it has, has been trending on social media, so I will have to check that out at some point. Uh, you're talking about the Last Dance, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just haven't had a chance to, to watch that yet because I, I just been, I, I, you know, I've been working on a few other things, you know, playing a lot of games, but I, I definitely need to check that out. So, uh, yeah. I'll check it out. But, um, yeah, I agree with Dana. I guess watch both. And I think Dana made some very good yeah. points as, as to why that show hasn't happened, uh, you know, beforehand. Because, yeah, it is over a series of years that uh, they're, short, they're following pretty much everything that happened with him between 2017 and, and 2020. So I'm getting, I get, we, we probably are going to also see his uh, match with AJ Styles that was at WrestleMania. You'll get more behind mm-hmm. details on that. So. Yeah. yeah, and it's, it's time. Five years ago, he wasn't he wasn't doing it. And if you look just in general with his life, he's on Instagram now, selling oh, yeah. random products, and we're like, what the heck is this? You know. So to have that documentary, it would have been too mature, too uh, you know, too mature. To, what, yeah, too mature? No, too early. Too early. Sorry, too you early. Know, you premature. Premature. Thank you. I'm losing words. Sorry, I've been cooped up for so long. I forgot how to talk. Oh no, you're good. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it just wouldn't work. Okay. Alright, I'll definitely check that out in the last dance. Uh alright, so I'm gonna shift back to to the gaming stuff. Uh Gary, what 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 were your thoughts on the Tony Hawk reveal? Is this something that you're looking forward to getting or or uh was it not as exciting as uh, in an announcement as you was expecting? Um so I I actually didn't see like if there was a trailer or anything like that I I completely missed it because like you said Rich yeah. we we both been uh busy doing things um so I didn't catch that but just hearing the fact that they're doing um the the remaster is great to me um because the the, great well there's an echo hello okay it's better I think yeah so like um, those games meant a lot like for for a certain period in my life like that 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 game was very relevant um you know that was like around uh my my late teens and like my my uh my second from last year in in high school so 
so yeah like like those games bring back a lot of memories and also i hope that they eventually um remaster tony hawk's underground one and two because um uh, tony hawk's underground one is definitely by far my favorite tony hawk game because uh um that was you know it, it brings me back to a period in my life because that like i was very sick around that time when it came out and i would just play that game repeatedly and you know i would just lose myself in that game trying to get the combos and everything like so so that game brings back memories and i think that's also my favorite soundtrack of the uh, of the series the tony hawks underground uh they, they had some classic like hip-hop songs and stuff on there so so yeah i hope they get to uh remaster that one also um but but yeah the these games like they were great man um i'm not sure why the the trend kind of died out um but it's good that it's coming back now and i'm wondering if like these games coming out again is actually going to make people want to skateboard more again um because there was a period like because skating skateboarding has always kind of been like a a niche underground kind of um, scene but when Tony Hawk was out a lot of people were getting into skateboarding just because it, it was popular um, but then it kind of like died down and, and now it's kind of underground again so I want to know if like you know they, these games are going to boost the popularity of skateboarding again so but yeah um, I can't wait to, to play them again for sure oh and I, I, I pretty much agree with what you both had to say. Uh, the only points that I would add is uh, I, I it definitely feels as though that there is a renewed interest in um, skateboarding games. I know last year there was a game called came out called Session. This year there actually is a game also coming out this summer called Skater XL. And all of this was out before we knew about the Tony Hawk stuff. Uh, I also think it's a very smart decision that uh the company that was working on this game uh i believe it's uh i don't know how to pronounce them correctly various vibrations i believe or vicarious vibrations but these are the same developers that worked on the uh, crash bandicoot remaster or remake if you will recently so uh to have them working on this they already have a proven track record of doing really good at these types of uh, games, bringing back these uh, remakes uh, or remasters. Um, so I, I kind of feel like this is going to definitely be successful. So I wouldn't be surprised if you do see the other Tony Hawk games. Uh, what I am hoping is that this will put more pressure on uh, another franchise to return, Skate, because EA... I mean, EA has known for a while now people want another Skate. And I don't really think that they're working on Skate 4 right now. Uh, so I would hope that it definitely encourages them to pursue that franchise again and do something with that. But uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I'll have to wait and see. But uh, Tony Hawk coming back is awesome, for sure. You'll, you'll get a new Skate when I get a new Nur Mercy. <laughs> so that means never then. <laughs> the shade of it all. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, let's let's remain optimistic, I guess, to and see what happens. But uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's a great decision to bring it back. Um, I must I must admit that I, I don't really know 
and, and I'm just going to be honest. I don't know yet how much of this I will play because it is coming out the exact same month as another game that I have been waiting to play called Cyberpunk 2077. So uh, now it's coming out before that. Granted, I think it's about like one or two weeks before that. But if that game, if the Cyberpunk game is not delayed and it actually is coming out in September, man, I don't know how much time I'm going to spend in this game. Uh, it, it all depends. But I definitely am going to make time to check it out because I'm curious to see what they what all they have done as far as bringing the, the franchise back. But um, yeah, man, this it, it's a lot of great games to look forward to, and you know, in the fall. And this is before we even get to the newer consoles, which are also still coming out on time. So we'll see how that turns out. And and can I just say really quickly, if they they release the track list, yeah, and it's it's amazing. So they will have um, Blood Brother. There goes Papa Roach. So Papa Roach is in it. Uh, <laughs> Gorilla Radio by Rage Against the Machine. Jerry was a race car driver. Guy Primus. Um, May 16th by Lag Wagon. No Cigar by Melon Collin. Uh, Pin, Pin the Tail on a Donkey by Naughty by Nature. Yay. Oh. Yeah. Police Truck by Dead Kennedy. Superman by Goldfinger. When the Wind Worlds Collides by Power Man 5000 and You by Bad Religion. So, and also they, they are trying to get more songs, but the big problem, you know, along with anything is that you have to get the rights to these songs. So, that's what we know of so far. And the roster will include obviously Tony Hawk, Bucky Lasik, Steve Calbert, Caballero, Jeff Wally, Andrew Reynolds, Elisa Steamer, Chad Music, Eric Colston, Riley Mullen, Rune Gilderford, Kareem Campbell, Jamie Thomas, Bob Burnquist. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds awesome. New features, obviously, aside from the graphics, but you know, it'll have local multiplayer and in other stuff and online features online has been added multiplayer too. Mhm. The online features has also been added to create a park mode so that players can now share their levels online, which is cool. Um so both create a park and create a skater will have more customization options, obviously. Um so that's pretty good so far. And there will be, of course, different like collector's bonus, like not collector's bonus, collector's edition, which is ninety nine ninety nine. Does it and, come with a skateboard? You know that would actually be really good, um, but um, it will include every case. So this is how the breakdown is: the game will cost for regular thirty nine ninety nine. The deluxe edition will be forty nine ninety nine, which is right now available for pre order, and it comes with an unspecified unique content. And in-game gear, so you can get a skateboard inside of the game. Mm. Who knows? Um, now the collector's edition, like I said, is ninety-nine ninety-nine, and it will include everything from the digital deluxe edition as well as a birdhouse deck. So yay! And um, pre-order is available now. Uh oh. And it'll be released on September 4th, which is around the corner. Well, yeah, that, that'll be here before we know it, because uh, we're already uh, almost over with May. 
uh, in a couple weeks. Oh, we just got me. Sheesh. And it yeah. won't have any microtransactions, so yay. That's another bonus, for sure. That's always a bonus. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm just very happy to see a lot of some of these games come back. Uh, not every game has came back that I wanted to come back, but I'm, I'm glad to see this come back because this definitely is good. A lot of people have been waiting for a uh, a good Tony Hawk game. Uh, I know the last game they released, uh, the most recent project, wasn't quite as as uh, positive. Uh, so I'm glad that he, he was able to get this going. So. And of course, so you know. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, no, and, and of course, uh, I, 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 let's also say a happy belated birthday to Tony Hawk because this news was announced on his birthday. Oh, happy, uh, happy birthday to him! Yeah, that, that, so I thought that was a nice little honest. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, awesome yeah, perk. Great. But but no, go go ahead. You you were saying something, Gary? You you was asking something? Oh, so so does this mean that we might actually get a new game in the future, like a modern Tony Hawk game? If he's still living, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I think I think it all depends on the sales. Uh, you know, I know there was uh, rumors that uh, there might be another Crash Bandicoot. I, I think that Crash Bandicoot, if Sony does pursue that, it, a, a big reason for that is going to be because it was successful when they did this. Uh, when they did the, when they did they did the most re- the most recent uh, remake. So. Um, I mean, I think it's it's definitely possible, but I think it's all about the sales. You know, Activision is behind this as well, so um, I, I don't have, I don't think it's I don't think it's going to have any I don't think they're going to have any issue selling it. It's at an excellent price point. It's two games uh, in the collection as well, so yeah, I, I don't think it's going to have a problem selling at all. No, no, and then you you also have to remember the kids that grew up playing the original are now what in their forties. 30s, whatever, yeah. and they have their own bank account. So, this is something that's really nostalgic. And yeah, this is gonna, I think it's really gonna be perfectly fine when it comes to sales. I agree. Uh, thank you very much for age shaming me. But, um... <laughs> but you still look like you're 15. Uh oh, uh oh. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. That's so, true. It's, it works. You're gonna be fine. I believe in you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, any other thoughts on Tony Hawk before we move to uh, the next topic? There, there will be secret locations within the game. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that, that's awesome. Is that going to be like uh, in in Streets of Rage Four, where you can face some of the uh, older? Vintage bosses. It better be uh, a lot more than that. Uh oh. Around here. (laughs) You youngin. No, but that—that's awesome though. I—I am legit happy that. uh, And again, I'm very happy for the 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 the, the developers working on this because they've 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 done very good for themselves thus far. So this is only going to make them look even even more impressive that they are bringing this back in, in addition to what they've already done so let's see what happens um so check out tony hawk september september 4th you said correct yep awesome okay let's move on to the next topic because 
this is going to be a very controversial uh, take on this particular topic. I know uh, last week uh, this happened the day after the Tony Hawk reveal. Uh, we, well, let me go back to this first. After the Tony Hawk reveal, we saw Jeff Keighley sending out a lot of these tweets talking about we have the biggest announcement of the summer. One of the most important announcements of the summer tomorrow. Uh, so make sure that you set your alarm clocks and get ready for, uh, you know, what we're going to be showing tomorrow. So I know at that point, and then and then in that same tweet, around the around the time of that tweet, he was sending out tweets talking about asking people what are their favorite PlayStation One games. So I think a lot of people saw that tweet as well as all the other tweets that were coming out, and they said, "So are we going to get some PS Five type announcement?" Uh, on the, the, the next day So fast forward to The next day and what we actually Got was The unveiling of the Unreal 5 Engine running on A Playstation 5 uh, Gameplay footage You get to see the light The lighting system you get to hear the audio um, So uh, Obviously uh, a lot of people Saw that information and they were just blown away It's very breathtaking so before I get to uh, our, you know, our deep thoughts on the actual reveal, I just want to ask the both of you, first and foremost, what did you think of this uh, reveal in and of itself in the actual tech demo that they showed? Um, I'm going to go to you first, Gary. What were your thoughts before we get into all the other stuff in, 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 in regard, regarding this actual demo? Um, so... The first, the first thing I have to say um, is like, what, 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 uh, what do you think he had in that Popeyes cup? Like, because if it was fruit punch, like, I, I really need some of that. But... <laughs> it was a crunch, right? What, what was that? I said it was a, it was a sort of punch, all right. A sort of punch. Mhm. That's it. Oh man, a sort, a punch. Cause yeah, cause I, you guys don't understand, man. Like fruit punch isn't popular in the UK. Like so, usually when I'm in the, in America, I'm always getting fruit punch because it's delicious. But anyway, and, uh, and also Popeyes is not. Is, I don't know if that's in the UK either. Because every time we go to E3, you make sure we got to go to Popeyes. So uh, exactly, that, that definitely had, that definitely had to make you feel a certain type of way to see that. Oh yeah, uh, that that brought back memories. <laughs> uh, I know you know which memory too. Uh, oh, I, oh yeah. I, yep. <laughs> I'm, pre I'm pretty sure that our very good friend Gary Glass also knows what memory that you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. 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 He knows. But um, yeah. But yeah. Sorry. As for the the Unreal Engine Five, um, I was actually impressed because because like prior to that stream, like I, I didn't know what to expect. Um, I wasn't expecting to be blown away by anything i you know i just had zero expectations really i was just i was only tuning in because people kept talking about it you know and, and i figured oh this is something i can you know cover for the site and everything so i tuned in i didn't know what to expect but i have to say i was actually quite impressed and i know that we usually get these unreal engine tech demos um at the start of a new generation or whatever but this one was actually impressive because um 
you know, it's, it's showing you the new things they can do, you know, with the engine that's going to, to definitely enhance the next generation. So to me, it looks like much more like we were being shown much more of a um, significant leap than we were shown when um, when it came to PS3 to PS4 and uh, Xbox 360 to Xbox One. Like, because I don't remember seeing any significant leap when we were transitioning. Like, I didn't I didn't really get the sense that anything was, you know, going to be like seriously different. Um, of course, you know, after the years, we did get a lot of great games that we knew. Um, we couldn't have seen on the PS3 like like The Witcher 3 for example um, but you know this seeing this Unreal Engine 5 it was like okay wow yeah this this really is a leap you know from, from uh, what we're currently on because those lighting effects and all those textures and all the detail and everything everything that was going on simultaneously in, in that tech demo was, was very it was, it was dope to see it all honestly um and uh yeah like and just all the, the the ways that they were like all the things they were talking about developers could do like so the fact that they can they can take assets from a movie and put it you know just they they can just put it straight into the game engine and then you know they can obviously upscale or downscale the the asset you know uh, whatever it is the character model or whatever it happens to be they can you know kind of scale it down so that it matches you know the specs of uh whatever they're trying to to work on but um but it's it's going to make things like that a lot more easy so you can upgrade your your game from unreal 4 to unreal 5 with ease and then you know if you're using assets for for a movie or um you know animation or something you can easily transfer that over into a game so for example like let's say um Let's say one of these big anim animation studios makes a movie using the Unreal Engine or something. They can easily like just throw those same assets into a game, and the game will look just as good as the movie looks. So, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that is is pretty incredible. And then the fact that they were saying you you can this will be compatible with all devices too. So like you can, you know, you can take what you built for the PS5 and you can easily like send it over to like a mobile iPhone version or something like that um, obviously you might have to like downsize certain things but it's actually going to be a lot easier than it used to be to kind of downscale it for, for each platform so you know stuff like that is, is, is very good um, you know the, how they explain the nanite technology and all that like that was very interesting because um, I feel like gamers don't always really take like they don't pay attention to all these technical um, aspects of of video games often, and I saw a lot of people like, oh, we don't want to see a tech demo, we want to see an actual game, and a lot of people were mad that what they showed wasn't an actual game because it, it looks like <laughs> one. But but sometimes I think it's it's, it's you know it, you should show some appreciation to the work that goes on behind these 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 games because it is a lot of work and it. It's a it's a talent, and you know it's a, it takes a lot of skill um, and a lot of attention to detail. So we we should take a moment to just appreciate that, you know. Um, so, oh yeah. So yeah, I, I was I actually liked the stream to be honest. Um, uh, yeah, uh, that's pretty much all I got to say. But also, um, 
one thing I wanted to point out as well is they said this is coming out next year, so people will be able to start developing on Unreal 5 in 2021, which means no. we probably won't see a game that's running this kind of, you know, in like super detailed technology until like two years after that or something. So it's going to be a oh. while before our games actually start looking like this. But what was you going to say, Dana? No, I was just going to say I don't understand the criticism for them showing the Unreal Engine 5 when this is the thing that runs your game. So you can't have, you, you cannot have, you know, not, you can, uh, you must have appreciation for the thing that helps run your game. Or else, you know, what's the even point of playing? So I just didn't understand that, that criticism. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, so, so what if this isn't an actual game? Like, this is this is showing the potential of the systems. And that all people have been crying about lately is, oh, we haven't seen PS5, we haven't seen anything, you know, about, <laughs> about next gen or whatever. Like, that's all people have been crying about. So you, you're, showing, you're showing a tech demo that's next gen. Like, so why are you complaining? If but, we were uh, in normal circumstances, you wouldn't see anything until June anyway. Yeah. That it, you know, it, it it feels to me like uh, I'm gonna make this comment that I'm gonna go to Dana. It feels to me like that tech demo was something that you probably would have saw if you went to GDC, but GDC didn't happen, so uh, that's why you you're seeing this now, uh, as opposed to the stuff that you would see at E3. Now I still think you're gonna get the PlayStation Five reveal event in a couple of weeks. Uh, you're going to still see what Microsoft has coming for Sirius X in July. So you'll still get those shows. But th this type of uh, demo, in my opinion, this is something that it probably would have been in the GDC presentation uh, that you would have seen. I, it might have been streamed online, but if not, you probably would have had to be at GDC in person to watch this uh, this actual demonstration. Because I know they, they've had stuff like that before at GDC showing out different software and they're having people talking about this is what this does so that, that that's what i thought of uh instantly when when, when you mentioned that just now gary but uh they know what, what what did you have any other thoughts you wanted to share about uh what you thought about the demo i thought the demo was fantastic i was surprised i got very excited over shadows and lights <laughs> <laughs> you no know, it's it's just really great i kind of wish they would have shown like a video package of the technology since PlayStation 1, for example, all the way until like the real Engine 5, so that we can just see how far we've come. Yeah. But other than that, I, I thought it was amazing. And what I truly love is about the fact that people, you, you play video games in order to get immersed in that world. You know, like when you heard Gary speaking about Overwatch, there was a tear in his eye about knowing <laughs> And I truly felt sad. So you see that Overwatch is his child, it's his baby. And, you know, being able to fully immerse yourself into a game, you need the proper technology in order to do that. And with this, it really does look, it looked like a movie. So yeah. I, I am looking forward to it, you know, in 2023 when we actually get to play the games that'll use this technology. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I agree with a lot of the points that that have been made. 
uh, they, they, uh, now I, I did I did want to say first and foremost, there is a, a one thing that I do want to point out. Um, now I know that uh, you both had mentioned that uh, you make the var- the valid point of people complaining mm-hmm. because they thought they were going to see a game. Um, I fully understand why those people are complaining because if you think about it in the context, whenever Jeff Keighley has revealed anything, whether it's at the game shows or whatever, it, it, it usually is a game announcement. Now, that narrative changed at the last video game award show because that was when they showed the Xbox Series X for the first time. And that wasn't really a game announcement. That was, this is system is coming fall 2020 and, and it, you get a teaser of some stuff that's coming to the console. So that that completely changed. So, I, I, But I think that people, when they heard that there was... A, a, because if they look at the fact that the day before we got the Tony Hawk reveal, so when they saw this, that there was another announcement coming, I, I, I totally understand why they thought, okay, this is a game that's going to get announced. Uh, but instead, it was a tech demo. So I understand why there were some people that was a little annoyed about that. Um, but uh, for the most part... I agree with everything that was said. It, the, the demo was very impressive. Um, I do agree 100% with what Dana said. It would have been great to see like a video of this is what was done in Unreal Engine 4 and then to explain now this is what we're doing with 5. That side-by-side comparison, that what I think would have been very helpful because that would have showed someone, okay, this is the changes that they've made the leaps and bounds that they've made with this new engine. And maybe we will get that video later. I mean, I'm yeah. pretty sure we might get that later. Even go back to 98 when it first came out. Exactly. exactly. So that would have just been good. I mean, that's just me. I like the overall look of everything to show this is what we started with. This is where we're here. We started from the bottom. Now we're here. I agree. 100%. Yes, I agree. Because I also, I also am a very visual person, so I would love to see what is the what are the changes that you've made to, to really justify a lot of this stuff? But I'm pretty sure they'll they'll probably do that video at some point in the future. Um, but but yeah, uh, I thought the I thought I thought the tech demo was great. Uh, I I found it interesting how they said multiple times in that interview uh, they they didn't mention you know Jeff was trying to get them to talk about is this coming to other other platforms and they did say yes. Never said Xbox. They were talking specifically about PlayStation Five. Um, so uh, you know, I, I I thought that was very interesting. You know, obviously. So, but my thing is the other part of that whole reveal, and this is the one thing that I think a lot of people have been talking about very heavily is that after seeing that demonstration, they were so happy to see that, and they gave a lot of credit to PlayStation. Because they're thinking about when Xbox had that event uh, a couple of weeks ago, and that you you only you, you, there was there wasn't there wasn't hardly any gameplay in any of those trailers that Microsoft showed. So they was especially hyped because of that, because they said this is what we're getting with PlayStation Five, and this is something that Xbox should have tried to do. Because our very good friend Anthony Frazier, we had this discussion with him the other day. He said the same thing that this is something that Microsoft should have tried to do at their show. Uh, because it, it would have been important to show something like that, but uh, hey, it, it it is what it is. Uh, I think it's an excellent move for Sony to show what they to show, give an idea of something running on PS5, even if it wasn't an actual game. 
Uh, it, it gives you an idea of what to expect. But uh, as Gary pointed out, it, it definitely we are going to be waiting a little bit, a little bit of time before we see a game in Unreal Engine Five, unless there is an option for someone that has Unreal Four to upgrade, and then you're able to take advantage of those things right away. And make, you know, if you're already working on a game in Unreal Engine Four, and then you upgrade to Five, I don't know how how much that would impact the development of the actual title, but um. I mean, it's definitely a lot to look forward to, so I have to give them credit for that. No, no doubt about that whatsoever. Yeah, and, uh, and let me say uh, another thing. Like, although I enjoyed this stream and, and seeing the the engine and everything, yeah. I, di- I didn't I didn't finish that stream thinking, "Wow, now I really need a PS Five." Like, oh yeah! It, oh no, no. It, no. it didn't. Yeah, it, di- it didn't actually like hype me up for ps5 or next gen console or anything i just think it was cool to see um you know what what is possible in the future and everything um and and also like you know um because i'm I'm just fresh off of playing uh final fantasy a few weeks ago and final fantasy 7 remake is using unreal engine 4 so you know uh, in my mind i'm thinking wow imagine what they can do in the next uh final fantasy game if they're if they're going to continue to use unreal you know so um so that was going through my mind and also you gotta keep this in mind too this is just one engine so who knows what what else is going to be possible with other engines that are going to be used next gen so Mm -hmm. um so you know like i wouldn't say that the entire next gen is defined by this one engine by by unreal engine 5 like, cause there's going to be other studios and other developers that are capable of doing even more advanced things than what we what we saw, you know, in in this uh, demo. So, absolutely. So yeah. I mean the, the 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 engine that uh the engine that they used on Horizon Zero Dawn and Death Stranding, that is another example of a very very good development engine, and I'm curious to see what they're going to do with the next version of that uh, as as well. Um. So yeah, there's a lot to look forward to. Uh, one one thing I did I did want to add on to your point about you saying after you saw this, you didn't walk away saying, "Well, now I got to get a P- PlayStation Five. Just so that we are very clear, I also didn't walk away thinking, "Oh, I need to get a Series X after I saw that Microsoft presentation a couple weeks ago." I don't think that either either uh, company has really shown what they have coming to their consoles yet until they actually have a formal event talking about that stuff. So, so I, it, there's no reason for, I don't think, any of us to get hyped. Maybe I know there are some people that probably definitely are hyped. But yeah, I, I as I had mentioned in our little chat with uh, Weapon X uh, and, and, Mr., and, and Tony, uh, I... I still need to see more, like, to, to, and I need to know what's actually coming to these consoles. Uh, now, I, I'm pretty confident, to say the least, that because I know we saw the PlayStation Studios logo, uh, as Dana would say, the the Marvel uh, logo uh, influence on both uh, Microsoft and Sony. Um, I, I, I I I I will say this: I know we saw those logos. And I know that Sony has a track record of putting out great games, so I'm not worried about the games. But I still need to see, see that before I actually buy a console. But no, go 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 ahead, Dana. No, I was just saying the logo was, you know, not original. <laughs> but in, in regards to the Unreal Engine Five, I'm kind of slightly ignorant when it comes to PC gaming. 
But would this also mean that you, you, there is potential for, you know, to step up in the kind of technology when it comes to PC gaming? That's a yeah. good question. Um, so the thing is with that, I mean, yeah, it is, this, all of this is going to be possible on PC too. Like, whatever is possible is also possible on PC. But um, the thing is, um, when, when these publishers and uh, developers and studios... Are making these games they they're, they're making them with the, the PlayStation and the Xbox in mind first because that's the biggest market like the biggest gaming market like is console gamers so so they're not gonna go um, too far above what you know what's possible on those systems because they want it to be easy to you know cross over to PC and and you know to port it to other systems as well so um so a lot of studios tend to not um not you know put in that effort to to uh create a game that's using the full capabilities of what a pc could do so um but what makes unreal engine 5 good is that there's a chance that um they'll be able to eat like upscale a lot of the textures and details easier for pc players so so we, you know, we can get a more defined um, version of the experience based on what graphics card we're using and stuff like that. So, um, so I think what what's good about Unreal Engine Five is that they they can tailor it a lot more to each specific type of gamer. Um, so, so that's a good thing. And you know, you saw um, you saw how they were talking about they want they want gamers to have a unified experience. They want people gamers to be able to connect no matter what platform they're on and stuff like that so i think their vision is that they want you know all gamers to be able to experience um these games like on a in, a, in an equal kind of way so i think parity is more important for them like making sure that um things can easily run on each platform so so even though like because you know pc market we all know that it moves faster than the consoles do like there's new parts every single year so we're always gonna be further ahead than consoles but it's just the fact that developers aren't going to utilize that because consoles are the main focus and they are the standard of gaming so mm. ouch that hurts <laughs> uh, uh, b- yeah. b- b- by the way, let, let me just make a, another quick comment. They, they did say in that presentation that Fortnite—that's another game that you like, yeah. Gary. That, that's yeah. also coming to PS5 yeah. and, and Xbox Series X, so that'll probably have the engine. It said uh, it's the first game that will have it. Yeah, so see, yeah. That, that that's something you can look forward to, Gary, because I know you, you you very much enjoy Fortnite. So, oh hell no! Uh, and then now you'll have friends. That have left you off Halo. You can now play on Fortnite. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. It's okay. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, let's get into this question that we got from Mr. Tony Polanco. Because uh, I'm very curious to hear what, uh, what y'all answers will be from this. He asked, has the Unreal Engine 5 demo ruined other games graphically for you <sighs> so how about you go first Dana no <laughs> you have to appreciate a game 
for what it was and what it did for that time. So yeah, there are games that may have looked, when you're looking back, looked really awful. You know, but you have to see how far you've come and how far technology has advanced. But at that time, we were all like, oh my God, remember Laura Craft and she had like the triangle boobs? And everyone was like, oh my God, this is amazing. So no, for you have to appreciate what they put out for that time. So I agree. No, not at all. I, I agree. That's a very good, very good uh, answer. And now, Gary, as somebody who always plays games on PC, prefers PC, you know the PC runs better, you know, all this other stuff. What, 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 what is your response to that question? Um, no, it, ha- it hasn't ruined other games for me because um, cause the, the thing is, um, like, I, I'm not as... Maybe there was a point in time when I was kind of a graphics whore, but I'm, oh, def- I'm, I'm definitely not now. Um, so, you know, I'm not as meticulous about uh, good graphics, you know, uh, these days. Like, I, as long as the game looks good, it has its own, you know, distinct style and everything. Um, and, you know, performance is the main thing for me. Like, I would rather have a game be properly optimized and, you know, perform well than have like the best graphics on the market or whatever so um so yeah i mean it, it doesn't doesn't mean anything to me I, i'll still go back and play older games where the graphics are dated um so so yeah that's my answer okay an- 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 another very good answer um and i think i think i think all three of us are are in agreement that uh it, it definitely hasn't ruined uh any other games graphically for me personally because I go back to even when I think about the nostalgia factor in a lot of the games I played growing up uh, it was about the experience it's about the story, it's about the gameplay that type of stuff graphics, you know, obviously uh, you know, I love graphics in video games you know, I, my degree is in film and film animation video so obviously I, I'm an art guy I love the artistic design of things but at the end of the day, if it's a great concept, a great idea, the gameplay is on point, I think that is a little bit more important to me. And especially the narrative in the game, I think that stuff is, is even more important to me than the graphics in some, some regards. Now, with that said, I will say that was an impressive demo. Dare I say, maybe one of the most impressive things that we did see but uh, you know again when we get to the into the next topic i have a lot to say about that uh, that other game that we saw this week but um yeah overall you know i I think there's a lot more to the game besides the graphics you know like i said the 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 storytelling whether it's the the music the voice acting all of that stuff plays a role in the experience and i i would say i would definitely go back to play games that i played on whether it was 360, my the original Nintendo, uh, the Sega Genesis, uh, the Sega Saturn, all of those consoles, I would definitely go back to play those games. Still, even though they may not look quite as great, it's because I remember them from a nostalgia standpoint, and I really enjoyed something about that game besides the graphics, which made me which made me play it in the first place. So, um, definitely hasn't ruined anything for me. Um, but I am very much intrigued to see where they take this engine and what games we start to see as more developers get their hands on the actual software. Yeah. 
Yeah. I have a question. I was wondering. Yes. Sure. Now, remember when we played um, the Marvel game back last year? Gosh, it was so long ago. What, Spider-Man? No, the actual Marvel game is coming out. The oh. Avengers. Oh, yeah, oh, the yeah, Avengers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was that. kind of wondering, when you saw the logo that it had, you know, the, the, the PlayStation 5 logo that kind of blatantly ripped off Marvel, um... Do you feel that that's going to be their their main game? Like they're going to really go out there and, and push the main one? You tra- you you're talking about the uh, the Marvel Avengers game? Yeah. The fact that you have the Marvel Avengers game, and then you have the logo that that we also are for PlayStation. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, you know, that's a really good question because. Knowing that you know Sony, they own the rights. They they own the Spider-Man uh, rights. So I do not think it's impossible to think that they could have some type of DLC for that character. But but again, th- th- this game is cross-platform. This game is going to be on Xbox also. Right. So I, I, they don't completely own the rights to the game, but okay. I do think they can have some type of marketing deal with Sony, and they can definitely have Spider-Man in that game at some point. Um, yeah, I, I think I think they're gonna have Spider Man as like a um, exclusive character for PlayStation. Yeah, because I was like, I'm just wondering because the logo and then the game. I know it's still on track to release on September 4th. Yeah. Oh, that's the same day as uh, Tony Hawk. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of games coming out. And remember, they said they expect this game to go on for at least ten years. Oh yeah, because this is the uh, destiny, the destiny type this of game. Is the with destiny the game. Stuff. Yes. Yeah. So wait, wait. So, Rich, when is uh, Cyberpunk coming out? I think it's September seventeenth. Whoa. Okay. So I think it's, you have like a couple weeks. I don't know if that date has changed because I'm not looking at the computer right now. But it is in that no, window. Same. Seventeen. Okay. okay. See. So yeah, that's a. It, it's a lot to play in September, provided nothing gets delayed. Um, but I. I but I did want to say. That is a really good question about um, that whole thing with Avengers because even in the actual Spider-Man game, you go around the city and there are definitely references to the Avengers in that game. So if they did do that, if they did do a deal like that, that'd be very smart uh, for, for for Sony to actually do that. If they, if I mean, I'm pretty sure that that is something that they may announce, uh, you know, soon if that is the case. But um, it totally makes sense for it to happen because we already have they already have their their Spider-Man game which did very well which they are making another a sequel to and they already allude to a lot of Marvel characters in that game right now so it it makes sense for them to actually have Spider-Man show up in this game but yeah we'll I, see. I wouldn't be surprised if there's like an entire um, storyline of Spider-Man in in the Avengers game that you can only get on PlayStation like, yeah something mm-hmm. like that 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 would be that would be great. That would be great, and and that would definitely sway people to want to get the game on PlayStation as opposed to Xbox or PC or Google Stadia for that matter. <laughs> yeah, two people will get it there. <laughs> and also, remember, Square um, Enix did say that they will announce new titles on an individual basis. So I just kind of wonder with September fast approaching. You know. You know how- what? You just. 
you just reminded me when you said Square Enix because they are involved with this game. Nice. Yep, and they was involved with Final Fantasy. So mm-hmm. yeah, it totally makes sense now you say that. So because mm-hmm. that Final Fantasy VII remaster, that 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 remake is only going to be on PlayStation Four for uh, I think about a year or so, or a little bit more than a year. It's longer than that actually. Uh, before it comes to anything else, if it comes to anything else, right? So. And then, and then also, it was pushed back because September fourth was not the original date. Ah, but see. as of now, it's still set for September fourth. But we don't know because you know, with shipment and and, and the stuff that we're going through, anything yeah. is possible. That's a very good point. We we we're definitely gonna have to revisit this because uh, I just want Daredevil. Give me Daredevil. It'll be fun. Huh? He'll be there. Hey, anything is possible. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. But that that's uh that's something to definitely think about. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be a very exciting time because obviously we already know there's a lot of things happening in June, a lot of uh, streams that are going to be happening in the place of E3 and Square Enix. I'm pretty sure they're going to have their show at some point, and whether it's June or July, it's going it's going to be coming soon. So. I look forward to hearing about a lot of this stuff uh, in the next couple of weeks. So we'll see what happens. But um, a very good question by Mr. Mr. Tony Polanco. Yeah, I just want to say I, as well, um, since, since he asked us that question, I'm, I'm gonna definitely uh, 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 drop a question for throw down your questions. I'm gonna. I'm gonna oh yeah, tonight. One. Yeah, tonight. And, and, and I, 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 maybe that maybe that's a question that he should answer if they didn't already answer it. But I don't recall them. They t- spoke about it in length. But that's a very good question. Um, so, yeah, we definitely got to drop him some questions for Throwdown later on tonight, for sure. Um, so, uh, any other thoughts on Unreal Engine before we move on to the next topic? No, it looks really great. I appreciate it. I, I you, you know, just don't get really excited because it's going to be a couple years before we can play anything on it. Absolutely. You know, so like 2023 is, as it was kind of floated before. Well, I, w- I will say that we'll, I mean, we'll probably get to play Fortnite with Unreal 5, but that's that's because it's their game and, and they can easily do that. But for other games, yeah, we're, we're not going to, uh, we're not going to see that for a while. I know you're really happy about the Fortnite thing. Yeah, <laughs> nope, not at all. You brought it back up again. Like you, you're yeah, the I'm, one that uh, you're the one that watched the uh, Travis Scott uh, concert. Not not that concert for it being in Fortnite. That was a darn good concert. I I I just I just want to say this. You know, I'm not a Travis Scott fan, but that was a brilliant idea to do that concert. I I've heard a rumor that uh, well, other artists are going to consider doing that as well now because this has been done. But I, that is a really smart way to use. Uh, Fortnite because they're so popular with the kids. So I mean that's even though I don't particularly like Fortnite, I have to say whoever came up with that idea, that is a genius idea, and it was, it was very successful. Is there a Fifty Cent concert? Well, in order for that to happen, Fifty Cent would have to be making a very good album uh, in the next couple of years, or you know, whenever if he has time in between uh, Power and all these other shows, if he's making more music, then maybe, maybe. They might be canceled, so why not? <laughs> they could be canceled. All the power spinoffs. Uh, well, they they definitely should cancel uh, Ghost of Book Two, but uh, 
That's I was there before. when they were filming book two. Don't don't oh, break really? my heart like that. There was right before everything went to poop. They were filming right across the street. Wow. And they packed up so quickly. Them paychecks said nope. Well, it's the, 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 it's now delayed until uh, further notice. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll yeah. But we have body cam until then. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so let's move on now to the other big topic of the week. You know, after we got this uh, Unreal uh, Engine 5 uh, demonstration, the next day we were treated to a Ghost of Tsushima 18 minute state of play presentation. Um, now, let me just say this before we get into our thoughts. If anyone saw that stream as it was live stream, you probably thought this looks impressive. I would encourage you to rewatch that video back in 4K 60 frames per second. It is absolutely mind blowing how ridiculous that that game looks with the detail and everything else. And after I saw that, I said, you know, maybe I need to get a 4K TV for next generation. So I can actually, when I play these games, I can actually see the level of detail the way that I saw that. But, but man, the game looks absolutely ridiculous. I just want to say that right off the bat. But yes, we got that 18-minute demo, which they went into gameplay. They went into combat. They showed some of the customization options, so on and so forth. So I want to get uh, y'all opinion on what you thought of the demo first. And then we'll get into, some of the que- get into a question that we were asked by... Uh, our very good friend Carlos. So, uh, Gary, how about you go first and let me know what did you think when you saw that gameplay presentation of Ghost of, of Tsushima? Um, so, yeah, I mean, initially I, I caught the stream a bit late, but then afterwards I ran it back and, wa- and watched uh, some of it and stuff. Yeah, uh, th- this this game seems right up my alley. Like, it, it's, definitely, <laughs> uh, it's definitely something I would play. Um, you know, I, I I really like Japanese culture and everything, and this, the whole samurai saying. Um, you know, some of my favorite um, animes and and uh, mangas are are set in that time period. You know, samurais and stuff like that. So um, that definitely intrigues me. And you know, seeing the gameplay and everything, it looks dope. I, I like that you can customize the character and everything like that. Um, and yeah, uh, I mean, I have more to say, but I'm gonna wait till we get to the question. But, um, but yeah, like, I did this, this looks like a great game, and um, it definitely made me want to play it more than than before I, I saw this footage. So, Uh-oh. so they did a good job with that. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be there day one. Uh oh, that's good, that's good. Okay, Dana. What did you think of uh, the Ghost of Tsushima gameplay uh, demo? That was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Whoa. <laughs> it was. It, I I was so locked into just the how it looked, how you had the wind, you know, and the grass just swaying, and the trees, and you had like the movement of the cloth. Everything, thing, little things that you don't even think of or notice was in the what they showed and i thought it was beautiful i definitely will will be buying this if possible i would stand online right now until it came out 
<laughs> I thought it was absolutely gorgeous. And, you know, I know that we complained before that, oh my god, we didn't get any gameplay. This was like, you want gameplay? Here's gameplay. Shut up. <laughs> so it, was, it was beautiful. Everything about it was just it was gorgeous. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I definitely want to play this game a lot more than Last of Us 2. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Oh, you can't say that. Uh-oh. I'm, I'm oh. sorry. No, no, be you. <laughs> I, oh. you know, it looks better than Last of Us 2, but be you, see that, you know, hurt my feelings. Oh, yeah. That's all right. You'll you'll still go back to uh, Fortnite. I know, I know I know a lot of people are looking forward to Last of Us too, uh, but uh, yeah, um, we'll see we'll see about that. <laughs> and they did release a lot of new um, details of what we can expect because remember it is open world, mm-hmm. so they can have the guiding wind to navigate. Um, also, players can use the horse. They have a horse; they can call it when needed. Um, it's not clear though if this is unlocked in the game. Bamboo and Weewood, or Yeewood, uh, can be picked as a resource in the environment. So it's a lot of things. Yeah, it's a lot. A lot of things to look forward to. You can stop oh. and navigate points of interest. You can go through the abandoned homes. This is this is beautiful. Absolutely, absolutely, um, and uh, yeah. My my thought when I saw this is that it, it it brought me back to the the last Sony conference that we attended at at E3, the same conference where they had the Last of Us inside the church setting, and then we got moved to the stage area to this other this other area where there was a there was a guy playing flute. I know a lot of people had a lot of jokes about the guy playing flute. Because uh, that was entertaining, you know. I don't know. I don't know how it was for watching from home, but I know at, 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 there there was a lot of people. They had jokes about that flute thing. So, yeah. But then, but then they showed the game, and I was like, and, and the thing is, I recall I saw the Last of Us Two trailer. You know, the trailer where Ellie's dancing, uh, and then you get to see her kill. You know, killing all these people, and I thought that looks impressive. But then, right after I saw that, I saw this, and I said, man. This game, I'm a hell of a lot more interested in this game than Last of Us 2. Not because Last of Us 2 is bad. Last of Us 2 looks incredible. But the thing is, we've already played the original Last of Us. You have an idea of how it is in terms of the gameplay, the combat, and stuff like that. So that felt like it was an experience that I've already had, whereas this feels like a completely different experience. That was why when I saw this game, I was like, oh. This looks impressive. This is a game to keep my eye out, my to, to keep an eye on. Then once I see the presentation on Thursday, I was completely blown away. And that was it. I said, just like you, Gary, I said, this is a game I would definitely pick up day one. Uh, and, and, and and it's also because of you look at a, a studio like Sucker Punch, all the games that they have worked on have been quality titles for the most part. Uh, Infamous Second Son. Which is a game that actually, when I got my PlayStation 4, that was the very first game I got a platinum trophy in. Because I wanted to go back and play it from both the evil side and the positive side to see how the story was different. And that was actually in there. So this that game, I already knew. They already had me sold 
when I knew they were working on another game, I didn't know what it was, but when I found they were working on this, I said, oh, this is something different from them. I'm very curious to see how they tackle this. And yeah, everything we saw in the gameplay trailer was was fantastic. Uh, as Dana alluded to, it looks breathtaking visually. All the animation, the movements, the graphics, all of that stuff looks amazing. It, it, it just, you really have to take a, 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 take a step back and look at that. And if you look at it in 4K, it's just, wow. That's all I have to say. Um, the combat looked fantastic as well. And, you know, it looked like it's very precise. Like you're going to have to master that. And that's, that's something that I don't know if people are ready for. They may feel a little intimidated by, but... I think it's enough where you can definitely learn it and jump on it, you know, fairly quickly. But, you know, we'll see once we actually get a chance to play it. But without a doubt, for me, this was the highlight last week. I was impressed by the Unreal 5 uh, presentation, obviously. But if, you, if you're talking about what I am impressed enough that I want to play now, this is definitely what I'm, what I'm ready to play right now. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. So, great presentation. Um... Now, um, were there any other things that we that uh, y'all wanted to talk about with this game before we get into the question that Carlos submitted? Uh, well, shouts to Adam Vale, who's in the chat right now. He he said uh, he said this game didn't wow him. Oh, oh, <laughs> literally, he's just not impressed with anything in life. Well, no, also, a- Adam. Well, no, a- Adam said he's looking forward to Tony Hawk. That's the day one for him. That's because he's okay. Let me shut up. <laughs> so it sounds like uh, you gotta have a conversation during the next WrestleCast. <laughs> oh no, no! Older individuals would be excited for Tony Hawk because it reminds them of their teenage years. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the thing is, the, the thing is, it's. I understand it's it's not going to be a game for everybody, but I, I, yeah. I, I definitely have to say I appreciate. What the, the what they have gone into as far as doing this because again the, this studio primarily uh, they don't really make they make the open world games but they they've never really mm-hmm. taken this approach to the open world game where you're you're tackling a different time period a different concept entirely in terms of the setting the characters so on and so forth so uh, and then of course one thing I also thought was cool about that presentation where they show there actually is also the black and white mode that you can use. Mm-hmm. You know, paying homage to the actual films that were made, uh, you know, in that in that type of a setting. So I think that shows me that they really love the subject matter. They really love this type of stuff. So I, I definitely want to check it out for those reasons. And and again, it is something different as opposed to a game like The Last of Us, where we've already played The Last of Us one. So The Last of Us two. Yeah, there's obviously going to be some stuff that's different about that game, but from the gameplay perspective, it looks like it's the exact same type of experience from that perspective. Just a lot more brutal, I guess, with people getting, you know, decapitated and all this other stuff. But some of that happened in the first game, too, so. And also, when this game comes out, expect Twitter and all of the social media accounts to just be unindated with the the, the photos, because there's the photo mode. Where you can like control the wind. Oh and, yeah. You know you have the different songs that's playing, and you can pick what what to use. And the plat- um, players can collect flowers to change the color of armor. So yeah. That 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 right there. Now that you mentioned about that, 
that is awesome and, and one one thing i do want to give props to naughty dog and sony it appears to me that sony has they're starting to learn their lessons about some of these features because that photo mode if you if you notice the last couple of years whenever sony releases a you know an exclusive title they all don't have photo mode available from the very beginning so right. the fact that they're going to have it available for this i i would hope when the game launches that tells me that they're learning that they are learning because they know that that's uh, that is that has become a requested feature ever since the ps4 came out people have been asking for photo mode in these games so it looks as though sony yeah if this comes out on day one that's awesome because it shows that they're listening to the actual fans that are asking for the for the for this stuff and also that the japanese voice track can be chosen before yeah. you even begin the game that, oh yeah that's, that's one thing that that excites me because uh, i love uh because i'm used to watching anime and stuff so i, I like hearing mm -hmm. the japanese voice and reading the, the subtitles mm-hmm mm Absolutely, it's gonna be just incredible and amazing. I hope I, I feel it. Oh no, I agree. I agree, one hundred percent. So uh, let's get into this question from Carlos over at the Throwdown, and this is a very good question. I'm glad we could have this discussion. Okay, he says a lot of people are saying that Ghost of Tsushima looks like Assassin's Creed feudal Japan. <sighs> Would you be disappointed if the game is just that? Or are your expectations set for this game to be something completely different? Okay, very, very good question. I have some thoughts on this, but I want to go to someone else first. So, Dana or Gary, would you like to go first and, and give you provide your answer? Or do you need some more time? Um, you want me to go? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go, go, go ahead. Um, now that that is one of the things I was thinking when I saw that stream, I have to admit, like, uh, I was like, okay, so, <laughs> is it just like Assassin's Creed, like, it's like a, a, a Japanese version of Assassin's Creed, but I will say that there's nothing wrong with that for me personally because I, I actually kind of like Assassin's Creed gameplay a little, um, even though I haven't played Odyssey yet, and um, I, I still haven't finished um, Origins, but like you know, I, I kind of like the the combat style that they have in Assassin's Creed, so I don't think that's a bad thing. And it's not Assassin's Creed; like this actually is something different. Even though it looks like Assassin's Creed, it's it's still a different game. It still has its own unique storyline, and um, I feel like that there, there aren't that many um, games, you know, with this kind of setting. I mean, we we got Sekiro. Um, and you know we've had a few kind of you know feudal Japan games um, recent yeah. recent times, but this game is gonna it's it's like a really mainstream version of it, like because a lot of people have their eyeballs on that. So I think that's great. Um, and and you know they, I I wouldn't say that they're straight up copying Assassin's Creed. It's just that it looks very similar, and there are enough things that make it unique. Um, for it to stand on its own still but but yeah i, I definitely get the comparisons because you know the climbing mechanics and and some of the combat mechanics and the sneaking and stuff that it definitely does look like assassin's creed yeah but, absolutely but i don't it doesn't for me that doesn't um hurt the game in, in any way well it well i mean it, it well i i, I i'm not I'm going to go to Dana next, but just to, to make a, a quick comment to your point, uh, 
you definitely can look at this and say, well, this is probably going to be a better version of Assassin's Creed uh, because of a lot of the stuff that we did see uh, in the actual trailer. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll see because there's still a lot more to, to, to say about it. But I do have some things to say, but I want to go to Dana first. Uh, Dana, what, what, what is your answer to this particular question? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Next question. <laughs> no. Oh. It, it may look like you know, Assassin's Creed Feudal Japan. A lot of other games look like other games, but no. Um, from my understanding, aside from this being a samurai game, it's also a Mongol invasion. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yes. no. Storyline-wise, gameplay-wise, no. And what you just said right there, that is the point that I was going to bring up. You see... I know a lot of people will look at this game and they'll be like, it reminds them of Assassin's Creed and, and you could say that, that maybe it looks like that, but, but it is different from the perspective of that. And, and, the, and one thing that I thought stood out to me most when they had that demo is that they showed you playing as the samurai and then as the ghost. Mm-hmm. And that essentially, to me, is brought me back to Infamous Second Son, where you can either play you know the positive person or you can completely become evil and i know that is one thing that sucker punch is very good at doing when they do these games is that it gives the player a choice in terms of what actions you want to do and it definitely impacts the ending so even though they didn't really go into any of that detail what them showing that in the actual demo tells me that that's going to be a part of this game as well it's the same director on this game that was on infamous second son also so i'm pretty sure they're going to play around with that because they they, because if you saw in the demo when you played as the ghost a lot of the a lot you know you you were doing you you were a lot more brutal and dirty with your actions as far as taking out the the enemies whereas when you're playing as a samurai that was a little bit more different in terms of the stealth and stuff like that. So even though they didn't allude to this, like they didn't actually say that in the actual presentation, just by watching that video, I'm sure that is something that is going to be touched upon when you actually play the game and that you are going to have those types of things where it, based on how you play, it's going to impact the end of the game. But again, don't quote me on that. I'm just saying Based on the track record of what they've done with these other games, I would not be surprised if that is featured in this game, too. And it seems also like it's a more grounded approach than mm-hmm. what Assassin's Creed would be. Um, you know, I, 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 just, I don't understand why people would say that while comparing that. Um, no. And I also, I believe it's a revenge game? Because you have to, like, go after the Mongolian invaders? Who? Because there's like an invasion on Tashima. Yeah. So, no, I think that no. And and I know no because even if you just look at the demo, the gameplay will just involve players kind of liberating outposts, and you're also fighting the invaders throughout the main story. So, yeah. I think that it's too layered. Not to say that Assassin's Creed is not layered at all. I'm just saying that the game itself. Is kind of seems to balance between honor and dishonor, and that you can choose to fight the enemies directly, like a samurai, or you can choose to to pick off the enemies. It's just it. I just don't know. Yeah, yeah. It, it feels like that's a different 
that is definitely a different part of the game that separates it from Assassin's Creed. But the one one thing I was going to ask Gary because you know I, I think Gary has finished Assassin's Creed Origins. So did they even tackle choice in that game? Because I I haven't really had a chance to get into that game. Uh, no, I actually uh, didn't finish that game. Um, oh. From what I remember, um, I don't know. I don't. I don't think there was a lot of choice in that game. Like you, it seemed, the story seemed pretty linear from what I played so far. Um. So yeah, I mean, um, yeah. Th this game definitely isn't like. It's definitely not entirely like Assassin's Creed. It's just there's only a, it's it's only a few gameplay mechanics that kind of make it look similar to Assassin's Creed but beyond that it's a completely different game and um, as Adam said in the chat you know Assassin's Creed games are all about recreating history and revisiting historical locations like that's the appeal of Assassin's Creed it brings you back to you know specific setting and I know like to be honest I feel like Ubisoft is probably kicking themselves that they didn't do Feudal Japan themselves first because it was heavily it was heavily requested you know well, well, well didn't they well, didn't they do like a handheld they did like a yeah, uh, handheld like no nobody yeah, played yeah. that <laughs> people wanted a real assassin's creed game in that saying yeah well, well well listen i'm pretty sure that if this game ends up becoming a major success and popular, then they can then Ubisoft will be like, okay, we need to do that no. in in the future. Now we need to approach that from that standpoint. <laughs> and also the fact that you have the black and white mode that definitely separates it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, Cause and, I, yeah. Oh, oh no, no, because yeah, because I, I, I just was going to add because they did emphasize that the team they were huge fans of of those type of those types of movies. So that right there tells you how, how much they care about the project that they would make sure that they also put that in there because um this I'm pretty sure that people that are gonna play this that are also fans of that of those types of films and it's gonna feel even more of a, of that type of experience to them when they actually get a chance to play it. Right. And from I'm not really familiar, but um for Assassin's Creed there's a lot of Templars and it kinda makes it like a modern ish storyline, Gary? Uh, well, I mean, you know, in, in some of the early Assassin's Creed games, there was like a modern day uh, storyline attached to it. So yeah. it's sort of like the Matrix where the guy went into a machine and then he went back to his ancestors, you know, back in Italy or whatever. So uh, there was, there used to be like a modern aspect to it. But nowadays, I think they've been mostly focusing on the historical side more than the modern day side. And and, and 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 I just I just I just want to add, and I I said this in the past, that is very disappointing that they did not conclude that story with Desmond and into the future because I was looking forward to that. And I think Ubisoft said, "Well, to hell with this. We're just going to make a Assassin's Creed in different timelines every other year." So yeah, that, that was disappointing. That's, that's what people latched onto with the series. Like they liked the feeling of going back to these. You know, um, ancient uh, cities and, and regions and stuff. Um, yeah. So that that's what gamers started to really appreciate it. So I guess Ubisoft thought, you know what, that's what people love. So we're gonna make the series about that because because we don't know how to to write this story anymore. Like that. That's pretty yep. much what it was. Like they, that's they, exactly they, what it was. They couldn't figure out how to keep it going, so they just said, you know what, let's just keep it. You know, history basically. 
I just you don't you don't compare. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Let 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 Ghost of Tsushima be its own thing, you know. Until until yeah. we get the game, at least let's you know, let's uh, judge it for what it is on its own. But but I think I think uh, we, we we can definitely agree. I don't know if all three of us agree, but I think we can definitely agree. We're looking forward to this more than The Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> definitely. That's messed up. Oh, also, and one more thing. Also, speaking about the editions, because you have different editions, because all games have different editions. The um, collector's edition. Uh, which is 170. Do I get a sword? You know, I would. I would love that, but no. Oh. You know, that would be a really great idea. But no, you get the steelbook case with the game, a replica pile, uh, poly raisin mask, and stand, but it's not meant to be worn. Um, you get a war banner, so not the sword, but you get a banner. Yeah. You also get a wrapping cloth. I have no idea what that means, but you get a wrapping cloth. Here's the big thing that's going to be really amazing. The physical 48-page mini art book by Dark Horse. Mm. You get a cloth world map and a voucher for all digital content from Digital Deluxe Edition, which the Digital Deluxe Edition includes um, the... Oh, wow. Okay, so the digital deluxe edition includes the steelbook case with the game, voucher for in-game Hero Toshima mask, and sword skin. So there goes your sword. Charm of. I'm a real sword. <laughs> <laughs> you get a one, one technique point, a PS4 dynamic theme based on the box art, uh, a samurai PS4 dynamic theme, the digital mini art book. With the director's commentary, so you also get director's commentary. That could be really cool too, for the game. Mm-hmm. And that is that's not bad at all. It's seventy. That's cool. So see I'm that, de- and you kind of get the sword. I'm 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 definitely going digital. <laughs> well, yeah, that would be right now would be the best way. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, I'm a physical person, but right now, digital is best. Yes, a hundred percent. Yes. You you don't want that wrapping cloth, Rich? <laughs> oh no, because I, I know if I was to order a package, I probably won't get that package until maybe about a month or so from now. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Because because just just a real quick point, my brother had ordered some mask for me, uh, you know, for protection purposes. That those masks somehow got sent to New York City, and they have been in New York City since April 26. They are not going to arrive here until this upcoming Wednesday. Well, are they, are they checking your mail or something? Like what's going on? Oh yeah, this is this is you, you this is United's uh, Postal Service uh, delivery. So I don't know what what that's all about. But no, go ahead. What will you say, Dana? I said thank you for the mask. It was lovely. Oh yes, absolutely. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we'll see. But yeah, I, I won't try to. I, this is a digital for everything for me, and I, I've been doing. I've been getting games digitally anyway for the longest time. The only game that I recently 
bought uh, physical. The last game I bought physical was Mortal Kombat 11 because I went to a midnight launch of the game. Uh, but that's it. Uh, digital is is the way to go for sure. Um, so, but uh, I I wanted to ask a quick question since Carlos brought up the uh, Assassin's Creed stuff. Um, do y'all have any thoughts on what Ubisoft said recently about Assassin's Creed? It will only run at thirty frames per second. Because uh, <laughs> I know people was angry about that, so. Gary, you have something to say about this? I know you, you posted a video of Torrance having some thoughts about this. What are your thoughts about uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla will only run 30 frames per second on PS5 and it, well, no, on Xbox Series X. I would assume on PS5 as well, but you have any anything you want to say about that? Um, I wonder how, what it's going to run out on PC, but um, <laughs> but yeah, my, my thoughts on that... Um, to be honest, I, I don't care because a, lo- a lot of games this generation are running on 30. So, I mean, it is what it is. Like, And I'm pretty sure this is a game that's going to come out uh, next gen. Um, so, so, correct me if I'm wrong, it's, it's running 30 frames per second on PS4 and Xbox One? No, no. They said it's, it's running... Well, I, I assume it is. But the comment Ubisoft made is that it's going to run at 30 frames per second on next gen. Oh, on next gen. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. And that was why people was angry because okay. I know Torrance made a video about that. Okay. Well, that... well, I mean, I understand why people are, are angry, but <laughs> but this isn't nothing new. Like every generation, this happens. Like last generation. Um, I mean, at the start of this generation, we were still seeing games that were running at um, 1080p, 30 frames per second, and people still bought the systems. Like, you know, like it, it's, yeah. it is what it is. Like, you can't expect um, every game at the start of a new generation to be running, you know, like off off the charts. Um, I mean, it would be nice, of course, if the developers did do that, um, because you know, when you're buying a new console you, you kind of want you you want to feel like it's it's the next level but we, based on what based on history like we should be used to this by now because this has happened like every generation like it, there's not a jump at the start of the generation right away like that kind of happens later on down the line and you also yeah. have to keep in mind that they're making this game in mind like them, they're making it so that it, it's also going to be on current gen as well. So exactly, exactly. Yep, a hundred percent agree. It yeah. makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you got to kind of so, judge it as a current gen game. Like it's not a truly next gen game. So see, I haven't heard anybody make that make that point right there about yes, it is coming on current gen as well. That a hundred percent makes sense. So yeah, I agree. Uh, Dana, you have anything you want to say on this topic? Everything that Gary said was accurate. Let's see. There you go. I'm going to piggyback off of him. Yes. Simple as that. So, yeah. Glad we addressed that. So, uh, (laughs) with that said, is there any other topics that y'all wanted to mention before we uh, get ready to wrap up uh, today's show? Um, Adam actually mentioned um, he, he said he's more excited for the um, the Mafia 
uh, remaster or whatever. Like, oh yeah, I forgot are. about that. I'm, I'm not glad you that. that. Uh, I, I, I actually didn't see any footage or anything of it, but well, actually, I'm on board. Well, actually, go ahead. The, 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 there is a teaser trailer that I posted on the website, but they said the official announcement is going to be on the 19th, which is this upcoming Tuesday. Okay. So, Tuesday morning they'll announce. Yes, the the, the 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 trilogy is coming, and I heard there was a rumor it's coming in August. I don't know if that is accurate or if that date has changed, but the last I heard is that it's supposedly coming in August, and it's all three games: uh, Mafia One and Two, completely remastered, and then the third game is the same Mafia Three, which was very disappointing, and we played a, a couple of years ago. <laughs> and uh. Shout out to Mr. Kennedy because I know he he absolutely loved that game and he'll probably kill me once he listens to this podcast because he was the main one complaining to me about that game when he started playing it. So uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm actually uh, I'm on board for that because yeah, I, I haven't um, I like those kind of I like that theme obviously like crime and and, and mafia and everything, but I, ne- I never got into those games so. Uh, this is the perfect I, chance to to play them now. I I I have a confession to make. Uh, I have never played Mafia or Mafia Two, so I definitely am looking forward to this. Uh, you actually did play Mafia, Gary, because I saw you did a preview for the Coalition when you played it at E3. I think back in 2010, and then Edward actually reviewed the game for us. So. Oh, I, I think know. you did play it a long time ago, but maybe only a brief snippet of the game. Yeah, I, I probably didn't play a lot of it. Um, yeah. Okay, but 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 everyone, everyone, including Adam in the chat, have said that Mafia Two is amazing. So I definitely cannot wait to get a chance to actually play that because I haven't had a chance to play it. So I definitely will check it out. I have a question for Gary. Uh oh. Yeah. Go ahead. And I want to know, are you excited for the Overwatch anniversary event? Oh, yes. Hell yes. <laughs> that's, that's coming you this week. You said hell yes. <laughs> you said hell yes. It's coming in two days, yeah. Yep. Oh, really? Yes, it's on the 19th. Oh, wow. There's this a lot to, get for, to, look, to look forward to, Gary, on the 19th. And I have a question for you, Mr. Um, Richard Bailey Jr. Yes. Are you excited for? People seem to forget that this game is going to exist soon. Uh, WWE 2K Battlegrounds. <laughs> okay, so he, he, nothing. He, he, he can't wait for it. He keeps talking. So, so, here, so, so here's the thing. We, 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 I don't think I don't think we had a chance to really talk about this on on WrestleCast. We definitely are going to talk about it when we get more details. When there actually is more gameplay footage released, more information. We definitely got to do a deep dive about this on WrestleCast, but uh, I actually am very much looking forward to the game because I want to see exactly what this game is going to bring to the table. Um, Now, I I did want to say this. I sent both you and Adam a video earlier today of, I believe it was a YouTuber that put out a video. I believe the channel was Smack Talks on YouTube where they were talking about some of the features that the producer was talking about they want to include in WWE 2K uh, 22 mm-hmm. uh, or 21. I don't know what the next game it was going to be. 22 because we're not getting one this year. Okay, so 
I am looking forward to that game even more if they actually do those features. But until then, I'll settle for this 2K game and give them the benefit of the doubt. But I definitely have to hear more information before I am fully committed to what Battlegrounds has to offer. Um, No, you have Stockholm Syndrome. You actually believe anything coming out from 2K about this game (laughs) that will actually have. Oh my gosh. No. Oh, no. Maybe. Maybe. No. There's no way to justify that. Uh, Wait, well, hold on. You're, you're talking about Battlegrounds or you're talking about the 2K uh, 22? Yeah, 22. No, tw- yeah, tw- 20, 22. Yeah, it would be 20. Whom, whomever's doing 2K 22, don't believe anything that they're going to say. <laughs> how many games to realize their games was actual garbage? Well, that, that, that is a very good question. The, the only thing I would say is that there is now a new producer on the game, so I don't know what the, what he can bring to the table, if anything. So it, it definitely have to still be skeptical, but I, I would like to hope that if they are listening to... Because I guess they put up a poll of the, the number of features that they want featured what? in the next game, and, and people have said... I, they want GMO, they want all this other stuff So I, I, I have to believe that maybe Because that poll is still active And they haven't taken it down Maybe they might consider Listening to the fans But, you know, again, yes We have to we have to remain skeptical So I understand how, what you're saying so. How many times anything regarding a WWE And a 2K We've been misled by a poll Every time so Every then- time no, since, don't, since don't. they had the license, yes. Yeah, no. So no. So, oh. so well, 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 okay. So based on that, what you just said, now I'm going to change my answer and say I'm looking forward to Retromania. I'm not looking forward to Battlegrounds. <laughs> so I can just prepare. So if, if Battlegrounds is disappointing, then I don't have to. I, I can accept that now and just look for something else when it drops instead but of that. Yeah. The thing, Battlegrounds is developed by Saber Interactive. Oh yeah, the guys that worked on the uh, the basketball game, the uh, right. yeah, uh, and yeah. So there you go. And you saw the trailer. You get to fight and oh, what is it? A crocodile and alligator? Something. So yeah, it's going to be a, a, a simulation based gameplay. I mean, I mean, um, I think, I think, I think it's yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's arcade style. Uh, arcade style, yeah. So I mean, I think it's definitely going to be open to a different type of audience. It's a more casual people may be interested in. So it, I think it is definitely well, well, well. Put put it this way, it will definitely be a hell of a lot more successful than WWE 2K20. That that I can guarantee, and more people will actually play it. And then when it launches. Less likely for it to launch broken with all this, uh, all these other issues like 2K20 launch. So we can agree on that for sure. But uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely am just waiting to hear more about the game, to see more about the game, to, to see more of the uh, wrestlers, more uh, match, you know, w- what they have as far as how they put the game together. But I, I am intrigued by it. I'm looking forward to it for sure. So uh, I won't pull it out. 2022. Yeah. Yes. The game that previously gave you so many glitches that you can have a highlight reel on YouTube that will last for hours. Oh yeah, yeah oh yeah, and and I know and Adam can 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 uh, can confess this in the chat uh, of the same game that when you, you was playing the story mode and then it, because 
of the patches and the crashes, now the file is corrupted. So you can't continue playing the the, 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 the story mode in the game. So yeah, they, they, they did a horrible job with 2K20. You know, I feel like the best decision that they made was to say the game we're not we're canceling 2K21. It's not coming out this year. Now we'll see what they do now because of the bad uh, reception from this last game. What they can do moving forward in the future. Yeah, but we'll see what happens. You you're but. very happy about this. <laughs> you're just so positive. <laughs> oh no no we'll 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 see what happens but uh. Battlegrounds, we'll hear more about since that is coming out fall, so I expect to hear more details about that very soon. Um, so, stay tuned for that. Yeah. So, uh, any other questions before uh, we get ready to wrap up the show? No. I'm straight. Awesome. So, uh, Thank you all for taking time out to listen to today's show. We always appreciate your continued support. We are working on a lot of other things for the website. Stay tuned for that. Uh, there will be a lot more shows getting recorded because there's a lot of things that's happening. And, and I did hear that uh, the Summer Games Fest that Jeff Keighley has been working on, there actually is more stuff happening this month, but they just haven't announced it yet. So don't be surprised if something major gets revealed. We're definitely going to have a react to that. So stay tuned for that. But uh, in the meantime, thank you all for your continued support listening to the show. Uh, do y'all have any shout-outs that you want to give? Uh, I'll go to Dana first. If there's any shout-outs that you want to give, feel free to let everybody know. Uh, shout-outs to everyone who is uh, listening. And shout-out to Raven's Mystic Quest Raven's Banquet, which is a TV show video game. It's based on um, a bunch of video game developers. Mm. And their lives trying to put together this game called Mystic Quest Raven's Banquet. Oh, yeah. Because it's amazing. And they have an upcoming quarantine episode, which will make you cry. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Uh, as for me, uh, yeah, I want to give a shout out to uh, everybody on the coalition staff. Uh you know, Dana did a recent interview uh, with uh, is what is her name? Is it uh, Kiri uh, Kersey? Oh yeah, Kersey um, Clemens from Kersey Clemens. Scoop. That's it. Yes, for Scoop. So definitely check out that. Um, of course, shout out to Adam Vale as well as his very good friend Scott that recently reviewed uh, Doom Eternal. Did an excellent job. Uh, yeah, basically everybody on Coalition staff uh, definitely check out the Throwdown tonight because I know that they're going to have another great show and we're going to definitely drop some questions for them as well. Um, and I'm going to pass the mic over to you now, Gary, for your shout-outs. Oh, yeah. First of all, I uh, just want to shout-out uh, Gamers Haven and um, Adam Vale who were you know, pretty active in the chat today. So big shouts to to them, uh, and also um, you know special thanks to all of our uh, Patreon supporters: M. Collins, Mauricio Aguilar, Himdil, Fergus Mills, Miguel, and um, Antonio Rogers, and you know also people who have continued to support us over the years. You know people like Wesley, 
um and yeah you know uh, and and i want to you know give a big shout out to everyone at the coalition for putting in hard work all the time um shouts to brian wilson who has you know another uh interesting ps5 related article coming uh oh um, definitely shouts to dana for all the interviews and all the entertainment news she's putting out and uh big shouts to you know all the throwdown crew in- including uh adam so so yeah uh shouts to everyone man and uh thanks for listening definitely uh hit us up on twitter let us know what you want us to talk about next time or uh things that you want us to cover in the near future and yeah uh, and yeah we'll we'll be active and um that's pretty much it absolutely yes oh and a di- uh, uh, one additional shout out i want to give a big shout out to uh nigel at mayamada um and yeah uh, we might be doing some some uh we might be doing some collaborations in the near future so so nintendo uh, nintendo yeah nintendo <laughs> you know, gaming events comics definitely. awesome awesome cool so yes thank you all for listening checking out the show definitely stay safe um enjoy the time that you're spending indoors with your significant others if the person starts to get on your nerve just take a minute to relax calm down and then you know just come back together again relax chill out hang out but uh yes thank you all for listening Have a great rest of your week, and we'll talk to you all again soon. Peace out.